Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Hello, welcome to the Celebrate Cultivate podcast. I am your host, Kayleen Elise Seuss, and this is episode 151. I am recording in my closet as always, though it is a little bit different today. I have all of my family members home, so the house is quiet, but mm, the energy is not as still and calm as usual. And I'm in the middle of sleep training my almost two-year-old because he's completely forgotten how to fall asleep on his own and has been waking up through the night in the early morning. It has been such a disaster and a humble reminder that no matter where you are in your parenting journey, there are always ups and downs and ebbs and flows. And gosh, isn't that just called life? Yes, that's life. Anyways, I'm really excited about today's episode. I'm looking forward to sharing some of the insights and takeaways that I have gathered in facilitating 120 client sessions over the past almost three years, really two and a half years. I began my training to become an inner voice facilitator the summer of 2020. I trained under Bella Lively and did her inner voice facilitator training. Since then, I have been what they call a squad leader in those trainings and helped teach and coach other folks to become inner voice facilitators. And that is just the term that Bella Lively, also known as Jess Lively, she changed her name recently. That's just the term that she uses, but really it's a form of coaching that helps individuals, clients tune into their inner voice. And it's been such an interesting journey in the last two and a half years of doing this kind of coaching and becoming a coach overall. And one thing that I've noticed in myself, one of the changes is just my level of confidence and security in talking to people when I meet them. There's been quite a few scenarios recently on playdates and whatever with my kids where I've been talking to other adults who don't know me, don't know what I do. And when that question comes up of like, oh, what do you do? I used to feel so uncomfortable and so nervous. I have meant like deep memories of having conversations with my husband for years. But basically once I quit corporate work and was no longer able to say, oh, I'm a recruiter. Oh, I'm in HR. Oh, I help with payroll. Oh, I do X, Y, Z for said company. Once that was 
no longer on the table, I had a really hard time in social situations just answering that simple question of what do you do? (laughs) So if you are there, if you have started your own business or you are having some sort of creative interest and you want to say what you do, but you find it really difficult, I just want you to know that you're not alone. And also that doesn't last forever. If I could go back in time and tell myself like, hey, you are going to be able to answer that question without feeling nervous, with feeling super confident. And people aren't going to look at you blankly, (laughs) like stare at you blankly, like, what'd you say? Because that happened for me for a while too. It felt like I was answering the question, but then people like still didn't understand what I did. (laughs) So I'm in a place now where I just noticed recently all, you know, I've had these conversations and most of the time I will say, I'm an intuition coach. And then when people hear that, they say, oh, what's that? Or, oh, what do you do? And so then I end up talking a little bit about my process and my work, which I will get into here in a second. And then what people say is like, oh, that's so cool. Or, oh, I need that. And that for me is just like such a nice recognition that the work I do here on the podcast and in my client sessions and in my group coaching, all of it is supporting something that as a collective, we do need, myself included. Like I am very much on this journey, on this path, and still find a lot of support in having somebody else hold space for me and exploring these topics that we talk about on the podcast with others as well. So you're not alone and you're not crazy for wanting to be able to hear your inner voice better, clearer, more confidently in your everyday life, in your work, wherever it is that you want more intuition. That is something that the people on the streets also want to to do. So today I just wanted to kind of mark this milestone of reaching 120 client sessions. For some reason, that felt intuitively aligned to talk about today. So first, we'll talk a little bit about my journey to getting here. And some of you may have heard some of this before. Others, it's brand new. But it's always nice to to share a little bit of background when you're, you know, talking about your work. So my career is Like I said, I did corporate HR. I really started out in sales. So I I worked for a software company and we sold software to accountants and bookkeepers that helped them sell more product and make their reports more understandable to their clients who are everyday business owners. And it was an interesting business, but more than that, I was very attracted to the company's sales pitch. They kind of told us that they were like in line to be the next Google, which looking back on it, like, uh, no, not at all. But I met my husband at that company and I did get a lot of great experience and made some really good friends there. So overall, it was a worthwhile experience, but it definitely was not in alignment for what I wanted to get out of my work. But like I said, each step of the way, you know, is definitely leading you to something. And wherever you are on your career path or your life path, just know that You might not be 10 out of 10 on everything, but you are gathering resources, experience, 
even empathy or compassion along the way. So I had a few different jobs in my corporate work. After that, I left and worked for a staffing agency. I was recruiting for them and then eventually became their in-house recruiter. And I hired other people to join the team. And again, I made like one of my very best friends. That's where I met her. And so that was a very worthwhile experience from a career standpoint because it It shifted me out of where I had been for a while, but also made a really great friendship that is still near and dear to me. And then after that, I worked for a digital marketing agency, again, as their in-house recruiter hiring for them. I also helped out in HR and payroll. And then after that, I moved on to working for myself. So my dad hired me and I helped build his business, Happy Living, which is a health and wellness company. They now have a podcast also. Uh, It's called Something Significant. If you want to go listen to my dad's podcast and I helped him self-publish and write a book. I built his website. It It was a really nice way to get out of the corporate work into more entrepreneurial work, helping him start something from scratch. And then after I got pregnant with our first child, I decided that I really wanted to try my hand at being a stay-at-home mom. That had been my lifelong dream. And once I got in there and started doing the stay-at-home mom thing, especially once I had my second child, I realized that was not what I wanted long-term. And so I started on a new path which was really unexpected for me and my husband to to start my own business. And I began helping other business owners with their website content. And then I started building websites for female business owners. And really in that role, started coaching people because I knew intuitively that you can have the prettiest website in the world and it can do everything that you say you want. But if it's not in alignment with your inner voice, it's not going to feel satisfying and it's not going to get you really what you want from your business or from your website until it's in alignment with your inner voice. And that led me to doing the training with Bella, the IVFT training. And as I was going through that, I really didn't know with certainty that I was going to pivot my business. It wasn't until I was about 80% of the way through that training that I knew I was going to start a new business and pivot out of the website design business. And I also had a project that I was working on at the end that really felt like it was the last project for me. So there was clarity in both the future of like what I was looking forward to in this inner voice facilitation, but then also with what I was doing currently, I had some really clear indications that felt like, yes, this is my last project. I'm going to finish it by the end of the year and launch my new business. And so at the end of 2020, I pivoted and started coaching full-time. And I also had started my podcast, this one, at the beginning of the pandemic. So it was April 2020 when I started this podcast. So it was kind of with me as I transitioned from doing the website design work to coaching full-time. And 
you know, there were so many things at the end of 2019 and then at the end of 2020, I feel like I was really just gathering a lot of clarity. And that makes sense because I was doing a lot of work with my own inner voice. And then I was also starting to get exposure to what other people's inner voices say, what my clients' inner voices say. And so now, two and a half years later, I do feel like I have you know, 120 sessions under my belt and also just a lot more understanding for what inner voices are going to say. And, you know, those are just like general broad strokes. Everybody's inner voices can be super, super specific, but they can also be really broad and really open. I tend to get guidance from my inner voice that is pretty open-ended. Like one of the things my inner voice always says is that all paths lead to the same point. So it doesn't matter what choice I make that I everything's going to be okay. And that is really a beautiful piece of wisdom, but it can be extremely irritating to the mind because it isn't an actual answer. Like if I am sitting at the crossroads of two choices and my inner voice says, oh, well, you can do no wrong. In one way, that's very heartwarming and makes you feel great because it's like, okay, well, if you can do no wrong, just make whatever choice you want and then go about your business. But the other side of that is that I often will feel especially a few years ago, I feel less this way now, but I used to get so frustrated. Like, well, just tell me what to do. Like, just tell me which choice to make. What do you mean? It doesn't matter. I don't want it to not matter. I want there to be a right and a wrong choice. And that is a very mindy way to approach that guidance. But it's uh, something that I see a lot of, a lot of people do. So when I launched my business, I came out the gates with this really exciting offer and had a really deep discount and got a lot of sessions on my books right away. So the first few months of 2021, I was working a ton. I was doing sessions. I was doing multiple sessions a day, many days a week. And it was such a beautiful opportunity for me to get a lot of practice really quickly. So if you are interested in this kind of work or you're relating it to something that you are launching or pivoting to, one of the things that was a a great piece of advice that I received was just to get as much practice and experience as I could right away. And in those early sessions, I was nervous. I was reading from a script. I was, you know, doing anything that I could to support my mind and support my system, but also to support my clients. And one of the things that I have always found just comes natural to me, but also that I really enjoy doing is taking detailed notes during all of my client sessions. So to tell you a little bit about like what a session is like, if you've never had one, it's I often describe it, and like I said, when at a play date, when I'm like meeting another parent for the first time, I'll, they say, oh, what do you do? And I say, oh, I'm an inner voice coach or intuition coach. And then we talk about what a session is like. I say it's always on Zoom. It's audio only. So the client can be super comfortable laying in bed or somewhere cozy. They can even take the call from their car. I've had that happen more than one occasion. I think I've actually, I know for a fact that I've worked with a coach before from my car. When I had one of my corporate jobs, it was like just where it felt very good and safe to take the call from. And then 
All I'm focused on in a session is really helping my clients get to their inner voice and to hear it and then to support them in asking questions that the mind might want to know and then helping guide any emotional release that comes up. So it looks and feels a lot like a guided meditation with some breath work and then an intuitive inquiry into different topics of your life. And then again, if some emotions come up that feel like they're in the way of hearing or trusting what's coming through from the inner voice, that's what Bella Lively calls emotional beanbags, what Eckhart Tolle calls the pain body. And really, it doesn't matter what you call it. It is just old trapped emotions that are safe and ready to be released in a deeper state of awareness, which is what you're in when you're in an inner voice session. And similar to podcasting, I know this is like a little bit of a leap, but stay with me. There are very few times in life when you put away your phone and just be for a little while. And when I had my other podcast, That's Pretty Woo, with my friend Jordan, one of the things that I loved about podcasting was that for the time that we sat down to record, we just had a conversation between us without any distractions, without any, oh, hold on, let me look that up, without you know any kids popping in or anything. It was just like heart-to-heart conversations about topics that were interesting. And similarly, in a session with a client, when somebody comes to work with me, we put our phones away, we close our eyes, we're tuning inward and really just giving you the space to breathe and be with yourself. And then I'm there as that external accountability of like, hey, we're asking you questions, we're guiding you along and I'm there to support you so that you don't, if you were doing that on your own, which I know because I've done it many times, you will be in the middle of listening to your inner voice and then you know something will happen and you get distracted and, and you move about your day. And that's totally fine. Like that's called life. It, there's nothing wrong with it, but it isn't the same effect as really truly dedicating an hour. It's not a ton of time, but an hour to listen to yourself. So the main goal of an inner voice session is to really allow you, the client, to listen to that voice inside that knows you, loves you, and is there to guide you each step of the way. And I recently had a client say that a session felt like therapy for herself. I think I've said that on the podcast already, but it just really stood out to me because it is like giving therapy to yourself. It's not anything special or magical that I'm doing so much as giving you an opportunity to to hear your inner voice. Now, one of the things that I think is a little special and magical that I can do is take notes through the session. So I write really, really detailed notes as you're talking through your inner voice. And I'm I'm saying you, I don't know why. It's just easier to explain it that way. The client, uh, I would love for you to do a session with me though. If, if you're listening to this and you're like, feel like I'm speaking to you, it's because I am. I would love to work with you. But I take really detailed notes and then I write a, a detailed summary afterwards. And those folks that are in the season sessions, my membership, they get those in the studio platform where they can log in and listen and they have all of their sessions from the past also there to reference if they want to. And then if you're doing a one-off, so the gift of intuition sessions, I send that in an email. 
And I recently got an email from a client who did a session with me. And she said that for the last several weeks, she's continued to reference that email even more so than going back and listening to the session because I have it all written there for you with an affirmation, with you know to my two cents sprinkled in. It's not a lot of my reflection, but sometimes when an insight comes through or my intuition has something to say, I'll also share that with you. And those notes are really helpful because when you're in that deep state of awareness in your inner voice session, you're not listening and taking active notes from the mind. You're really just relaying what's coming through to you from your inner voice. So it's super powerful to go back and listen to a session, but also to have those kind of notes to reference so that if your inner voice said something specific that you want to apply to your everyday life, you can very easily by reading it in the notes. And I've had clients whose inner voices have told them, you know, to drink more smoothies, to check out a specific book. So I have gotten very specific guidance before to meditate in the evening, not in the morning, to ask their social media community for help with a specific problem. Like some really magical and specific insights have come through that they have been able to apply and and take with them. All right. So before I go like very much further, I do want to kind of highlight some of the key takeaways that I've had in doing 120 client sessions in the last two and a half years. One of the main things is that almost always whoever I'm working with, even if they've done 18 sessions with me in the past, people are always nervous at the start of the call. And I think that that is very similar to the feeling that you get when you step up on stage and speak, no matter how prepared you are, no matter how like welcoming the crowd is, if there's two people or if there's 200 or or 2000, like there's just this body reaction that happens that people get nervous and that's just our bodies trying to protect ourselves it's not anything bad but oftentimes we will interpret that as something bad and so a lot of times before a session even when people are super experienced with hearing their inner voice they'll be scared that this time they won't hear anything And so one of the reasons why that's an insight for me is just a, as a facilitator, as a coach, to have a lot of compassion when people are getting started, sometimes they're nervous or they've, you know, just come from something or whatever. And so we really just take time to settle into the session and welcome you into it, set an intention that it be for the best and highest for you and for me and for everyone involved. And at the end of the session, people almost always, like 99% of the time, feel so much more relaxed, feel so much better, feel so much more connected to themselves, to what they're going to do next and to what they've been doing. They have so much clarity and confidence and love from within. And so just to know that in one hour, really in less than one hour, start to finish, you can release a lot of what is standing in the way from you feeling the way that you want to feel. And it's been magical to see people have really big 
huge problems, like really, you know, big challenges, not really problems, but, you know, challenges in their lives to have this resource, this tool in their kit of support, you know, alongside therapy, alongside movement practice, to know that their own inner voice is a huge component of that has been one of the the biggest takeaways for me is just to see how much we can really help ourselves. And it's funny, I had this insight the other day from myself that my body has been trying to tell me for, I think, a long time, but I've tried all of the things to fix these, this certain air, my back and I have this like sticky hip situation and my body has been telling me like that it, that I need to, that I am the one that can help heal this. Right. And that it isn't really something to fix so much as to heal and that it's, it's more emotional than it is physical. And so there are all of these things that we know, and sometimes we don't know them outright. Sometimes it's just like this underlying knowing, but until we set aside the time, until I set aside the time to really explore that deeper, it's just kind of like a thing that you say, oh, well, I always knew that, (laughs) you know, like, oh, I knew that, but sometimes it takes time. And a lot of times it takes some effort or intention to, to apply it. And so that's one of the reasons why I have the season sessions membership or an opportunity for you to do multiple sessions with me because the insight isn't enough most of the time. It can be life-changing. Like getting that inner wisdom from yourself, just the wisdom alone can change your life. Absolutely. But oftentimes what's really even more life-changing or more consistently life-changing is gathering those insights over and over and over again. It's like in your partnership or in your work relationships. If somebody tells you something one time, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll try better or I'll do, you know, whatever. But if somebody tells you something two times, three times, four times, then you really start to believe them, right? Like you really are like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do something about this or, or whatever the case may be. And the same thing is true with your inner voice. So repeated work with the inner voice, listening inward in your everyday life, but then also in a session with a facilitator like myself, that can really help move the needle for major change and transformation. And when I started out doing inner voice sessions, I was kind of not that interested in that idea of a beanbag release and and moving, helping move that energy and helping release those old trapped emotions. I was more in a space of just wanting to talk about the good stuff and get all the good information from the inner voice. Like I didn't want to do any shadow work. I was like kind of sketched out by the concept of shadow work. Um, which if you're there and you like hear the word shadow and it makes your skin crawl, I would say, don't try to change yourself, you know, just let that be because it, it won't always be that way. I have really over the last few years learned to embrace that. And I've seen how much 
more clarity and confidence people are able to gain when they release their beanbags, when they they go through that process. And I've also come to learn how unscary and unhard, so easy and not scary, easy and peaceful, the, the releasing process can be. It does not have to be like this really big dramatic thing. It's very natural. It's like something that we are made to do that we've just forgotten how to do. And so if you've ever watched your kid release emotion like through a tantrum or whatever, like you can see what's on the other side of releasing those emotions when they really fully release. It's like done, it's gone. And so the same thing is true with our releasing that we do in session together. It it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be dramatic. The body knows exactly what to do. And I'm just there to help you breathe and guide you through. And I had myself, I had a release recently that like in my head, I thought it was going to be this big, not cool thing. And it was totally fine. I like did have to feel the feelings, right? I felt the feeling and I felt it till it didn't feel anymore. And then ever since then, that same little instance when it comes up, I'm not feeling as like worked up about it. It's kind of like, oh, that's like mildly irritating, but it's like not anything of a big deal. And so same thing is true for you and for all of my clients. After you do that release, you feel so much better and you're able to hear your inner voice clear and you're also able to believe what it says. Does it take away the reality of something being annoying or something being like inconvenient or actually really like not great? It doesn't take it away, but it does make the drama around it way, way less. And so now that I've seen how that works and like experienced it for myself in a lot of ways and then experienced it for my clients, I'm no longer shying away from beanbag release. I'm also not somebody that's like, oh, you got to release all of your beanbags all the time. Like, I'm, I don't think that we have to go search and find and release. Like they come up when they're ready to be released. They come up when it's time and your awareness, your inner voice is never going to give you more than you can handle. And there are absolutely times when you mentally know like, oh, this is a beanbag, but I am not going to release it right now because I'm in the middle of the grocery store and I've got my three kids with me or whatever the case is. Like, I'm not going to do that right now, but you can come back to it. Either it will Sometimes if it's minor enough, it'll release on its own or it'll get like bundled up in another little beanbag package that you release some other time or it'll come up at a time that is more convenient or you can release it at night. So in my 100 plus 120 sessions with clients, I've evolved and I've seen the benefits in beanbag release and I am now helping clients more and more with that and seeing how great that practice really is for them, which is growth for me, but also growth for for my community. And I'm really, really happy about that. So other things that I wanted to share in terms of you know, what my big takeaways are from doing 120 sessions, really it's that the inner voice is just an incredible resource. And it is so within reach. You know, it's just, it's right there inside of you. And journaling is an amazing way to start if you don't have access or availability to work one-on-one with a coach right now. 
if you just want to dial in that feeling of listening to yourself, journaling is is just, I could not say more about the journaling process. It, it is such a good way to take what is inside of you and, and put it out onto paper. And so many of my clients, that is one of their, their big practices that they maintain even through working with me and after working with me. The inner voice always wants what's best for you. And sometimes the guidance that the inner voice will give, it is like super simple and super basic and sometimes very vague. You can always ask follow-up questions, ask, ask, ask until you are satisfied, until you have that clarity and that insight that you're looking for and ask the questions from different angles. You know, this is where this is where I come in. You know, if you're in a session with me, I'm going to keep asking until we really have a good understanding. If words aren't cutting it for you, you can ask for a feeling. You can ask for a visual. There are other ways for you to receive the wisdom that you want. So it's just like anything else in life. The more clear you get on how you want it to go, the the better it's going to feel. But sometimes it just takes practice to get there. So over time, again, that's why I love the season sessions, my membership, because then you get to work with me every season, four seasons in a row for a full year to deepen that connection. When you really get still, And when you listen to yourself for a whole hour, everything that you receive is full of love and guidance and wisdom. And being able to release the feelings and the emotions that are kind of in the way of you feeling that on an everyday basis is is truly life-changing. So I'm really just so grateful to all of my clients that have done one session or 20 sessions with me. You know who you are and I appreciate you so, so much. If you are interested in working with me one-on-one for a single session, book yourself a gift of intuition. And if you wanna work with me over the course of a year, join the season sessions. We are welcoming people in right now for the summer season. It's gonna, it's just a great time to join because you can get established and get going with us at the beginning of the season. And again, it is it's truly my favorite part of my work is doing the season sessions because we get to really make amazing progress over a full year and really see it together in a way that if you are on your own in this journey, you don't always really witness and see. So today, after you listen to this, uh, one thing I just want to invite you to do is to really connect to your own inner voice and to explore following the wisdom that you receive. And the quickest way to do that is just to pause and breathe and ask your inner voice, what do I need? And then listen to what comes through and play with trusting that wisdom. Whatever it is that you think you heard or you think maybe came through that you're not totally sure, just just go with it. Just trust it. Just experiment. You do not have to have a hundred percent absolute conviction that what you heard is correct. Just go with your gut instinct. And it's okay if it's a little vague. It's okay if it's a little fuzzy. You can even ask like, oh, d- was that you in her voice? Did you really say listen to her? watch Real Housewives? Like, <laughs> Did you really say go eat some ice cream? Uh, did you really say go take a nap? Did you really say go answer my emails? Like whatever you get, if you are unsure, you can ask for clarity. But my guidance is to just follow it and experiment and trust yourself and play with it and reach out to me if you have any questions at all. 
All right, my friend, here is what I want you to know. You are doing so well. You are guided on the path to your desires. So stay curious, watch for magic, keep listening to your intuition, play with trusting the beautiful wisdom you receive. And when you act, let inspiration flow through you, even in the smallest ways. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.